Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin a new day. Uh, we're blessed to begin a new day. We're able to, to grow, we're able to change, which is the tachlis, which is the purpose of a person being on this world, is for a person to be able to change himself. The difference between us, uh, a person especially a Jew, a Yid, and the animals, right? Animals are not, uh, are not working on themselves, right? You're not going to have an a animal who's working on, them, on themselves, right? That's why people like with the dogs, you know, you, you train your dog and you tell him to sit. Everyone gets all excited, right? The dog is working hard on himself, right, to try and connect uh, to the... To the Reality of, of things changing, malachim is the same. Malachim are have a very clear mission. There's not there's, there's not there's not growth in a malach. A Jew, us, our avoda, and this is the yitzhara. The yitzhara wants to keep us away from from nach besod rachenu menach koyra. Yitzhara wants it to be tichbad avoda. As the Mitzil Sisharim says in the beginning, that the Yitzhahara is there to keep everything uh, just the same. Paro is Hashanah. Hashanah is 365. Paro, the same gematria as Hashanah, which means basically, basically your, your uh, Shinun, which is your repeating. It's a Groundhog Day. I mean, same day, right? Same stuff, different day, right? Same situation, different day. Okay, it's a, it's a Tuesday morning. Been here, done that. Here we go again, right? The, uh, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead, which is basically like I'm not, I'm not alive. I'm sort of uh, comatose, chas v'shalom. But the shot is, is that there's, there's, there's not a, a hunger or a or a pursuit of growth and change and development and a person constantly challenging himself. Now, of course, like we said yesterday, right, the, 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 the goal is not to just be in a state of self-analysis all day. You want to be busy doing things. You, you, a person wants to be busy doing things, but that's what we said. The chiddush of, of preparing for a day, the chiddush of the, the renewal of preparing for a morning. That's, that's one of the reasons we go to sleep every night. Why, why did Hashem make it that you go to sleep? Hashem could have made it like that you get three hours and you just nap in the afternoon and that like a battery recharge, you know, you just go to sleep or you know, it could have, could have been, he could have made the world where there is no sleep. One of the reasons that Hashem made it that there's a night time and there's a morning time is because chadashim labkarim, rabba munasech, is that a person's able to be machadish himself able to renew himself. Machadish b'chol yom tamin, as we say every day, Machadish b'chol yom tamin, Masavrashis, Hashem renews and gives it a fresh, a fresh look. The tzaddikim are able to constantly be tapped in to the newness of the minutes, the newness of an hour. They understand the freshness of, of, a, of a new moment, of a new, right? If we were all here the first day of yeshiva, if this was the first day of yeshiva, the first day of school, First grade, fourth grade, right? Eighth grade, first day of high school, first day of something, right? You, uh, got, you, get, you know, everything is, is extra focused, extra clean, extra goal-oriented. You're, 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 
You're uh, on your A game, we'll call it. But what happens? What happens is, over time, a person gets into the Yetzirah, which is okay, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. My mother's my mother, my father's my father, my situation is my situation. This is the way it's going to be. Right? To be able to look at a person differently, to be able to look at yourself differently, to look at the world differently. The way you look at the world differently is when you learn to understand yourself and to explore yourself. As Rabbi Saul Salanta says, the goal is not to understand Hashem. <laughs> understand Hashem. People are going to understand Hashem. You'll never understand Hashem. Of course, they're going to understand Hashem. I don't even know what happens after 120. Right? I don't want to know until 120. I don't want to know what happens after, after a person right, passes away. or I, I, don't know, I don't even know if then a person understands. He'll definitely understand more than he understands in this world. But there's how many cheshbonis that Hashem puts into everything and, and has a cheshbon and has a, an accountability for everything. And this is the why it's supposed to be like this. And this is why I grew up like this. And this is why this person's like this. And this is why we're going through this and we're going through that. These are things that are, that are infinite and are, and are uh, my rabu masach Hashem. You can understand why there are fish in the sea that people don't even know about those fish. You can understand why there are certain animals in the Amazon. In the, I'm saying these are things that we, we have zero concept. But myself, right, people could spend their whole life studying everybody else. But themselves, I don't got time to study myself. To understand why I get angry at, uh, at this and this. To understand... Why I, uh, you know, am lazy uh, to understand why I'm jealous to understand why this? Oh, that a person can't handle that. A person can't handle that. That's too intense. It's too intense. Right? I'd rather be busy. I'd rather be busy, focused, and trying to to live something else. And that's pure, pure, pure. The opposite of what life is about. The opposite of what life is about. Life is about. Life is about exploring oneself and understanding oneself and understanding how I could change and understanding how I could develop myself better and how I could, how I could work on, on being a more, more authentic and a more tuned in to, to the things that, that, that make me who I am and to understand how to fix my midos. As we're getting closer to Shavuos, it's even more... It's even more um, even more, it's not even the word appropriate, it's even more um, applicable, it's even more um, calling on us and pushing on us for a person to, to truly, truly, truly understand himself and understand how I can better myself. What, what, what do I want to work on when, when it comes to gaiva, when it comes to my ego, right? Many times a person can can go ahead and he can, he can work on himself. So what's incredible about, about the depth of each and every one of us is that there's no end, there's no end to, the, to the work that a person can do, can, can do on himself. There's no end. The person doesn't get to a point. Right? That's why I quote the Rabbi Zalman Meltzer. He's saying when he's 80 years old, okay, now I'm ready to learn the Ian because I'm 80 years old. Rabbi Zalman Meltzer, I'm saying, well, what does that mean? It was Rabbi Cutler's father-in-law. I'm saying, this is all Meltzer was from the G'doyle Adar in the previous generation. Like, we can't imagine what He's saying, oh, now I'm 80. Now I've got to work on myself more and more. But that's what life is. Life is about learning to be in that lane. Learning to be in the lane of, of, of self-discovery, of, 
of not being afraid of new territory. And that's sometimes the biggest, right? That's the quote we've said many times. It's a very scary quote because it's scary, right? The, the certainty of misery. A person would rather certainly be miserable. I'm miserable in where I am than, than to be miserable with his uncertainty, meaning when you're uncertain about something and you don't have control, whatever the lumbus, whatever the psychology behind it, whatever the explanation of it is, but that's what it is. We'd rather be numb and, and, and bobble-heading. I'm sorry that I'm using it as a negative term, but we'd rather just be going through the flow of, of just whatever, 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 because it's more comfortable like that, and that makes sense, because it's the certainty of misery, as opposed to a person saying, well, I'm not sure. How many people have trouble in relationships, getting married, and forming relationships from one reason, one reason only? Because they, <laughs> they don't know what it's gonna look like. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm afraid of what's going to be, of the unknown, the fear of unknown. Person's afraid. Isn't that a real fear? The fear of the unknown. Real. Of course, of that real fear. Fear is Russia Davis, right? Fear is Russia Davis. Rabbi Regensburg. False evidence appearing real. So it all when a person has a fear, when a person has a fear, a person has a a protector, something that's trying to protect him from something. It becomes reality. You say, I, what do you mean? When, when I come, yeah, what, there's a hachana for Lashon Hara. When you see a guy, <coughs> or your mother, your mother's not real, and the, the fact that she drives you crazy, your father's not real, and the fact that he drives you crazy, I'm just giving that as an example. She does. What do you mean? She acts like this. My sister. What do you mean? My roommate is this and this and that. I could bring you rias to it. But what's the shot? The shot is, is because it's not real. It's appearing real. It's all within oneself and discovering oneself. It doesn't mean that you don't have people who are abusive people. It doesn't mean that someone doesn't yell at you. It doesn't mean that something didn't happen to you. All those things are, are real. But the story that you put behind it and the association that you put behind what that means to you, what that is to you, right? We were talking last night after Missile Zizarm. If a person would realize the Rachamim, right? The Rachamim, we were talking yesterday about traffic. A person was sitting in traffic and sitting in traffic and he's yelling at Hashem and he's saying, why are you putting me in this traffic and my air conditioning doesn't work and I'm going to be late. And then he hears, right, some this, this thing happened and, and there was a car accident and Baruch Hashem, he, his life was saved and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he praises Hashem for the traffic. So I'm saying it's all, it's all the story that we put in our, that we, that, that we associate. It's the life that we live, but the most important thing, the most important thing, and I and I, I can't say this enough, the most important thing is the self knowledge and understanding oneself. That's why it's important that we that we learn Hilchos Lashon Hara. That's why it's important to learn Masil Sharm, to have these discussions and have this limud every day and as much as a person can. Not that all day you spend in self analysis. That's not healthy either to spend all day in self analysis. But when a person sets aside time for self-analysis, whether it's once a week, whether it's, I'm, not, I'm saying besides every day a person learning Musr and a person learning what, 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 what is Midas, as we were talking yesterday in the Kiyas and Yitzhashem today, well, we're starting a whole new, a whole new subject in the Sosisharam. But we, like we said, Nikias is awareness. Awareness, 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 and more awareness. And as scary as it is for a person to do that, as scary as it is, are the benefits of that fear. 
Because if there's no risk, then there's no reward. If you don't go there, ships are safe at shore. Ships are very safe at shore, right? You tie up the boat, you tie up the yacht, it's very safe. But that's not what ships are made for. That's not what life is about. Life is not about being at bay and letting everyone, you know, point to your yacht and say that's what it is. It's out, it's there to sail. And when you, have, when you sail, there are waves and there's dangers and there are pirates and there's a lot of stuff going on. But that's how a person is able to make progress and able to change himself and able to become himself. It all begins in how we have relationships with other people. When we are negative on other people, when we talk Lush and Hara, what that shows is it shows something about ourselves, right? We're talking about today should be a safe day for all the Jewish people. Right? We were saying last night how the enemy, it's not Hamas, it's not, don't get confused. We can never get confused as a Jew. It has nothing to do with Hamas. It has nothing to do with missiles. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with Iran. It has nothing to do with, with Gaza. It has nothing to do with anything but one thing. It has to do with if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. If there is no enemy within, if we are le'echad bilvad, right, Nassim? Le'echad bilvad omad aleinu l'chalaseinu. What destroys the Jewish people is not our enemy. What destroys the Jewish people is the lack of achtus inside of us, inside of Kalal Yisrael, which ultimately ain shalom ba'atzamai, Reb Simcharaba mebnei chatai. There's no peace, there's no inner peace because of my chatayim, because when a person is chayta, he disconnects from himself. And he pushes things away from himself. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. When a person learns to speak tov, when a person learns to see the good, so then that's a reflection, like we said yesterday. right? It's a reflection of how he looks at other people, and how you look at other people is a reflection of how you view yourself. If you have savlanus, if you are able to endure and to have patience for other people, that means you will learn to have patience for yourself. If you have patience for yourself, you will learn to have patience for other people. Usually it's stronger the other way, that a person can have patience for other people. Well, ultimately it won't work like that. Because your wife and your children, you'll, you won't have patience for them. Some people say, okay, oh, I'm so good to other people, but I'm terrible to yourself. Yeah, until you get married, and then you'll be terrible to your wife and your kids. It, it won't be able to stop over here. You'd be a tzaddik. A tzaddik probably could be terrible to himself, not terrible. He could just totally, totally be working on himself and everybody else is a tzaddik. That's probably the way it works. But most of us regular people, it will come out somewhere. It will come out somewhere. And like I've said, and then we'll start pathetic unless someone wants to say something. If you're angry at, at your roommate and you have anger and you have negativity, which all of us naturally have, if you have negativity and you look at things a certain way and you say, oh, but it's my roommate, but it's my mother, but it's the situation that's different, guaranteed, guaranteed. When you're married, it'll be even worse. When you have children, it'll be even worse. Oh, so what's the Eitzah? You're not married, you don't have children, so what am I gonna do? The answer is, you gotta get married, first of all. You gotta get married and have children, that's first of all. And you gotta set your ship out to the sea, that's number one. But, but how are you going to 
to work on that. If a person understands that I need to become a person who thinks positively, I need to become a person who works on himself. I need to be someone who's focused constantly. When I say constantly, it means, okay, sometimes a person needs to take a break and a person with his self-analysis. But I know that my pursuit of life is constantly upgrading myself and upgrading my perspective, which is through having a Rebbe, through having a friend. And when I say friend, right, I spoke to a very hush of a person yesterday. We were talking about friends um, and relationships with other people. And when you become more mature, it's not just hanging around people who aren't bad for you. It's not about hanging around people who aren't bad for you. That's, that's one level. That's a cute level. I don't want to hang around people who are bad for me. No, 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 no. It's much greater than that. It's hanging around people who are, who are better than you. That's the goal you want to do. It's not, just, it's not just staying away from people who are a bad influence. And I'm not saying for anyone not to smile at someone and to be friendly with someone and to be happy with someone. That, 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 that's easy. It's easy to smile at anybody. It's easy to give everybody uh, uh, you know, a little chesed and warmth, not to judge anybody. But my core group of friends, the people I'm hanging around with, you, wanna, you want those people to be better than you. You want those people to be challenging you to make you better. When you're looking for a wife, right? You don't want to look for a wife that is that you're going to be, right? Okay, it's okay. She's, she's all right. No, you're looking for someone who you're going to look up to. You're looking for someone who's going to make you better. You're looking for someone who's, gonna, who's, going, to, who's going to push you. That's friends. That's a real, a real chaver, a real friend is someone who pushes you, not just staying away from people who are, who are bad, but, but, but hanging around people who are pushing you and pushing you. Yes, Yaakov. If you're trying to hang around people who push you, right, are like better than them, and they're trying to do the same thing, they do with you. That's great. That's great. Good. Well, hopefully you're humble enough to be that person who you're like, oh, you're so much better than me, and they're like, no, no, you're so much better. That, that, those, those are going to be the arguments in the room. No, you're a bigger tzaddik. No, you're a bigger. No, you go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. It's like the basketball court. You want to get better in basketball, you play with somebody who's better than you. Uh, if he's better than you, why is he playing someone who's as good? You both want to be beating each other up. That's exactly correct. Obviously, it's hard. Yes, from some karab. Obviously, Yaakov, listen, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, we have to love everybody. And we have to be, when I'm, when I'm talking about friends like that, I'm not just talking about people you hang around with. That's dumb. Hang around is more high schoolish. It's normal. People, people are looking to, to hang around. Once you begin in your pursuit of real, real growth, right, this is a very tough conversation for people to hear. Once you're really pushing yourself with real growth, then you begin to be an individual looking to get married, and you're not hanging around your buddies anymore. That's not, that's not your pursuit. It's not to hang around the boys. Hang around the boys is elementary school and high school, which is beautiful, but we're not in elementary and high school anymore. If I were talking to a group of 16-year-olds in high school, I'd say, guys, just hang around friends, have a lot of friends, good, bad, whatever it is, just hang around, hang around. I don't know if that's what I would say, but I'm saying I'm not, I'm not talking to somebody in high school. Everybody here is mature. It's not about getting friends. It's about getting a wife now. That's your pursuit is about getting a wife. Your friends, you either missed your boat with your friends, 
Or you gotta you gotta figure out what you're doing, what you're doing in life. Yes, from some Kharaba. I know that's a loaded thing and I know everyone gets nervous with that, but we could we could talk that out in a second. But but when Rupsum Kharaba wants something has something to say. No, 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 I, I wanna hear. What you were saying about um, like it's not Challenging you, yes. So last week's parsha says that when they, it's time to free your slaves, they would be like this chauffeur. Everybody would be like hearing about it, and it's like weird because if you have a slave, so then Allah says, "Let him go." Why does why does everybody have to? Yeah. when a person is, is pushing to different levels so he has to sort of like he, he's disgusted and he has to run away from, from those things which are those people and it's very hard for him 100% and the natural thing is to look down and the natural thing which we're actually going to talk about in, in uh, Chavetz Chaim about looking down at other groups of people which we'll talk about but it's a natural thing that a person will start looking down at other people, and, and it, that's okay. But you don't want to stay there. You don't want to stay in that. You have to recognize, okay, okay, why am I looking down at that person? What, what is that? You know, like I say, a guy has a great day in yeshiva, and he learns all day, and then he goes back to the dorms, and he sees something or hears something that, that he doesn't like, and then he uh, starts, in his mind, cursing that guy or hating on that guy, that's a very normal thing that's going to happen. Because you're coming, right, with Lezer and Rub Shimon, right, with the Gemara where he was riding on the, right, he says, Kama Mechor, right, and they say, the Bali Musa say, is talking about all the Sarm. They talk about he was Mechor and Avodah Hashem. They oh, you're a disgusting guy. So what's the answer, right? The answer is, I tell everyone, go back to the base furniture, go learn Musa. Meaning, you're right, it's a normal thing to do. But then you got to understand, why am I doing that? Meaning, you're right, you're right. It's, it's, in the intermediary stage. Right, right, it's a stage, right? So, so good. That's going, it's going to happen, correct, but I'm saying, but you don't want to stay there. 
You don't want to stay there. You have to realize. You have to realize that it's me. You have to realize. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, right, right. As long as well, well, hope. Well, I don't. Five years is a long time. I don't. I don't think that. I think that, especially in our yeshiva, and especially when you learn Musr, and if you learn Chavetz Chaim, and you come over here and a little bit, and you're you're. You, you hear these things, then, then, then it'll, 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 it'll uh, sober you up. It's a normal thing for a person to look down at anybody. It's normal. It's normal to look down at someone who's not like me. It's normal to look down at someone who's acting a certain way. I don't, I don't like that guy. He's obnoxious. He's self-centered. My roommate turns on my light at 2 in the morning when I'm trying to go to sleep, and I ask him every time. It's very normal to want to punch the guy in the face and say this guy is a self-centered person. And that's very normal. Great. It's also normal to, 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 to run after one's taivas. It's also normal to, right? But that's what we, that's what we do. We, we have to work on that. So we have to work on that. So 100% what you're saying is true, Rabbi Regensburg. A person has to realize what, what it is that I'm naturally, you know, going to look at things a certain way. But I want to work on that. I want to say, why does the music bother me when I come out of the base medrash? Why do I get angry at that first-year guy who's doing X, Y, and Z? Why, why do I get angry at my roommate who's sleeping all day? Question yourself. Why are you angry at him? Why don't you, you know, that's a good question. To be angry at him might be a normal thing. But to question yourself, and to right, Rabbi Berg told me yesterday, a beautiful shot is uh, from, the, he's saying from the Grah, I never heard it, that, that uh, Lama is Lama. Lama is why, why? Why am I doing this? Lama, I mean, what's my goal? Where am I headed? Yeah, is that meaning, where am I headed? I don't want to be a person who looks at, at people in a negative way. I want to be someone. Now, is it normal to look at people in a negative way? Yes, normal. Is it something that happens? Of course, there are different levels and different levels and different levels. It's a very good point. Let's start with someone else. Said, uh, Shimon, you had a question? Uh, I want to say for yeah. before I have a question. The, the hava, so Shimon Gold, just to, again, I don't want to get too personal with you, but I'm saying the hava that a person can do is he can sit base medrash and he can learn. That's, that's a hava to other. That, I'm saying for someone like you, for someone like you, I'm saying everybody's different. Someone like you and someone, the hava, you want to save your hava for your wife. It's a sham. The hava is you smile at everyone. Let people come over to you and you'll smile at them. You don't have to go around. You have to go around. If a person wants to steig and he wants to learn, he has to build himself up. And so you, you want to be you want to be totally focused on yourself. The hava, you, you you'll, there's enough time from here to the dining room, to to your room. There are enough situations in a yeshiva to give to give a lot of love by smiling, by by saying good morning, by saying good night, by saying to your roommate if someone comes over you for advice. There's a lot of love you can give. A lot of times when a person's looking around to love other people and he's looking to love, love, love everybody else, a lot, a lot of times it could be because he's really not taking care of himself. Again, I'm not saying every, every situation is different, but I'm saying, you know, when a person gets to be 21, 22, 23, a person's 20 even, 
and he's out of the high school for a few years, it's about building yourself up. Now, if you have hatred towards everybody, then you've got to challenge yourself. Then you've then you got to challenge yourself of why am I so angry? Why do I have to isolate myself from other people? But a lot of it, as we've said, you know, you're sitting on a bus. You know, you could be looking at people and, and blessing them. You could send a hava without the people knowing it also. You could daven, right? You could daven for, for, for people without them even knowing during, during davening. You could look around and you could say, oh, I hope this guy has a good day. Uh, you don't have to go over the person. and think, You can go over to a guy. Everyone's, oh, hey, what's up? Hugging everybody. But deep down, they're going to talk Lashon Hara. They're going to hate everybody. So it's not what you do all the time. It could be what's, what's, it's what's in your heart. And that love can be in your heart that, that you give over to, to, to people. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, thank you. And um, with the whole uh, concept of comfort mystery zone, is it possible that someone can, let's say, for example, go all the way to the right or all the way to the left, but is that so much easier than finding the balance between two extremes? What do you mean by the right and the left? Uh, Great question. We're going to actually, we're starting in the Silasharm Precious, which is going to talk a lot about what you're referring to, which is finding balance in, your, in yourself. There, there are milas to going, like the Rambam says, a, there, there are benefits to going extreme, uh, because that, the extreme pulls you in the middle. You know, they're, 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 that's a very, we'll, we'll talk more about it in the Silasharm, about, about the avod of a person. But yeah, it's good for a person Sometimes too, right? When a guy's in medical school and he's learning to be a doctor, he's going extreme. He's going extreme in his, right? A guy opens up a business, he's going extreme. He's going extreme. He's up all night, up early, right? Borrowing money and he's doing all these things. People who are running, you know, marathons and running, doing stuff like that. People in the army, right? They're doing extremes. Okay. There are benefits. There is, yeah, of course. Sometimes we're sometimes we don't go extreme as an excuse, right? We don't go all in because it's an excuse, right? I got to be balanced. Everyone's all worried about balance. So I tell people to be balanced. You spend twenty years doing nothing, so spend twenty years working like a little, like a, like a dog, and then you'll be balanced by the time you become forty, right? So so there's your balance, right? That's not extreme. That's that's right. A person was was negative for twenty years. Now be, now be extra positive for 20 years, and hopefully you'll end up in the middle. So I'm not worried about the balance so much, but of, of other, I don't, I'm not worried about an hour yeshiva here, uh, anyone being too in, imbalanced. We're, we, Baruch Shem, we have a lot of uh, flavors and colors and, and love and all that, that a person's not going to be too imbalanced. You know? but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very important. Yes, Rabbi Berg. Yeah, I just want to just add the part that she, she said that she had. Like a roommate that pushes you, or or she's just saying like on the wife that pushes you. The way, just the way the way I I I understood it is that the way I understand it, I should say is that a person should always be self motivated because you can't expect other people. Like at least I'm not Mashiach. I have to be self motivated. Like, I got reminded when I was a Bakr Yeshiva, and when like my first year, like going way back, what 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 got me to start getting up on time? 
Because I saw my roommate would always be out of bed. By the time I woke up, my roommate's out of bed. Right. And I was always like, and it was, and that was like, he never said a word to me about getting out of bed on time. When I saw that he was out of bed, and then I would see him get out of bed, so I was like, maybe I should get out of bed. And that motivated me to get out of bed. I went to, I had to get a Chabrusa one time, and, and they put me with a guy that had good readers, and I was better learning than them. And I was like, I want to be the guy that can challenge me learning. I remember every time he's like, no, no, no. I want you to learn with this guy. Why this guy's got very good meters? And he never said the word to me about working at anything. But I saw him. I saw his meters. It was unbelievable meters. The guy could tell me. And I was, and I was, and I, and, and I took note of like what he did. What does he do? What's the secret? What's he learn? I saw he was learning Perkyamas a lot. So I, saw, I tried to learn other Perkyamas. But it's more like, it's more like you know, a person has to be self-motivated. I, I'm not gonna like, he's not gonna tell me what to do. Correct. I gotta tell myself to do. But when I see people around me that are just excelling. And they're just, you know, they're on fire. So that pushes me. That fire, I want to be like that. That pushes me to, to, to the next level. Beautiful. Thank you, Shimon Gold. Thank you, beautiful. Okay, let's begin with uh, halachas. Yes. So I want to ask you a very simple story about the cocoon. A person observing a butterfly come out of the cocoon. Yeah. says one of the reasons we don't change is because of friends. And like you're saying, a lot of times a person's afraid to move forward because he has to get rid, get rid is a strong language, he has to move ahead of his friends. And a lot of times people are afraid of that because it's lonely. It's very lonely to say like, okay, I'm doing my thing. That's why I say your next friend you want to think about is your wife. You, you're, you're next person who you want to be and you might have to be lonely for a period of time you might have to have a loneliness for a period of time but like you're saying as long as you're going to go back to that cocoon as long as you're going to go back you're, you're never going to change it's not possible it's that you're never going to change right it's very difficult for a person to uh to uh you know, to change when he's in the same environment he's in the same circumstance he's with the same people everything's the same Right? If you keep on doing the same thing, you're going to keep on getting the same results. Right? That's, uh, nothing changes. If you don't change anything, nothing changes. So you have to change something. Very, very good point. Beautiful. Okay, let's talk about the halachas of groups of Jews. Very, very, very dangerous halacha here. Very scary halacha. That not only are you not allowed 
page 132, day 49, impurity of speech. Not only are you not allowed to speak about one person, you're not allowed to speak against a group of people. In fact, it is worse and is a greater avera to speak about a group of people, even without mentioning the names of the people in that group. Very, very, very uh, scary uh, point over here, right? The people in that country are very selfish. The boys in that camp are very snobby, right? The chassidim in that chassidus are, right, aggressive or they're whatever it might be. The people in that bungalow colony are, you know, uh, very obnoxious, whatever it is. To talk about a school, right? The teachers in that school are terrible, not experienced. The bus service of that school is unreliable. The children in that school come from troublesome backgrounds. The parent body in that school is very not fine. Yes, Shalom Aleichem. Welcome, welcome. Uh, what if you don't say the, uh, the name of the people or the school? Yeah, then, then you could say it as long as people can't figure out what you're, who you're talking about. Because otherwise you're saying you're, you're knocking out a whole group. Um, so, so people have to be very, very careful when you say this is something that people say. You say, Israelis are dot, dot, dot. Right? Israelis are dot, dot, dot. Right? That would be Lashon Hara. Right? If you're saying Israelis are a certain uh, type of way. Americans are, Americans might be a little bit more mutter because you're talking, you're including uh, non-Jews. Right? But usually if you're saying this group of, right, Chassidim are like this. Uh, modern Orthodox are like this. Uh, the, these people are like this. You have to be very careful because what you're doing is you're knocking, you're literally saying Lashon Hara about every person in that group without even mentioning names. And that's a very, very, very terrible thing. And also you can't ask Mechila. Right? You say Lashon Hara about, you know, Yankel, so you can go over to Yankel, okay, it's a machlokas it's whether you're supposed to go over to someone to tell them you said Lashon Hara about them. That's not a conversation for now, but, but, but for a group of people, how, what, you're going to go over to every, you know, uh, Lubavitcher because you said something about them, or you're going to go over to every brisker, every guy who learned in brisk because you're saying something negative about that, or everyone who's uh, quote-unquote, obviously I'm just saying labels of people, modern Orthodox people, or yeshivish charedim, whatever you're going to say. So you're going to say everybody who falls in that category, you're going to have to ask Mechila from, because you, you knock the whole group. Right now, and again, it's difficult. It's difficult because it's very challenging to what group I'm part of. Do I need to be part of a group? Who are they? The Jewish people? There's all the psychology and all the triggers and all the challenges behind why we do that. But that's why a person is not allowed to do that, because when you don't do that, you're forced to work on yourself. Yes, Yehuda. Right, so that would probably just fall under any joke, right? As the Chavetz Chaim brings down, you can't say Lashon Haras, make fun of somebody, and then say I'm just joking. Meaning, it's the same. It would fall in the same category. If people would, if people would take it as like, what do they say? To every joke, there's a bit of truth. Meaning, 
Depends how you're, you know, depends. You know, would, would you want someone to joke about you like that? Would it, would it shame you? Would it, would it make you look a certain way in a bad light if people would joke about you like that? That's usually the way you could test whether a joke is okay. You know, are they laughing with me or are they laughing at me? Everyone usually in a crowd and someone says a sharp line about that guy and everyone's laughing and the guy himself is laughing, right? Okay, do I want to be the receiver of the joke or do I want to be the, the giver of the joke? If you're in stand-up comedy, you would have to ask, right, right. If you're in stand-up comedy, you'd have to learn, you know, I don't, I don't think it's no gay to anyone here going in stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah, to, to be macabre, you're saying. It, uh, an Isra- if it's a Jewish person making fun of Jews, again, okay, there are batchanim, there are batchanim, the chassidim have batchanim in, the, uh, in, their, in the weddings, and they have people, there are people who are great batchanim, who are able to be creative and make jokes without hurting people's feelings, yeah. I, I'm saying, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm sure there are ways to do it, but you have to be careful. Be very careful, you have to be a genius. Some make a joke about Jews, and it's taken, and Okay, okay, if you want to say that right. Yeah, you want to say a joke about a Jew and it's a cute thing, that's fine. We're not talking about that. We're talking about where someone says, oh, I don't like this group of people because they are X, Y, and Z. You know, I think we all, we all, yeah, that's a good point. Good point, you know. said, I hate the To answer what Yehuda is a very good point, if it could be done in a in a beautiful light way that could uplift people and, and make people open up their hearts, that's great. But here we're talking about you know putting down groups of people and putting down um, uh, which is, which is very very dangerous. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha, especially now erev Shavuos. As the avoda of Kabbalah Satoira is Vayichan Shom Har, to have more achtas, to be more together, especially what, what, whatever is going on in Klal Yisrael. We have no idea what's going on with all these uh, rockets and what, what's happening. But one thing we know is that we have to strengthen ourselves uh, always, always in, in, in the relationship in Al Chavero. We know the reason we're in Gullah is Anas Al Piyad Dibur. Achei noida Davar. Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Now I know 
Why we're in Gullus? Because there are Daltorim. <coughs> because people speak Lashon Hara. And people look negatively at each other. That's why it's one of the hardest things for a person to do. So Hashem will help us, all the Jewish people, today and every day, not to speak Lashon Hara, not to be Makabal Lashon Hara, Rechilas, and Hashem will, as Hashem, give us a Mechila for any Lashon Hara we've ever said. And, and, and people will be Michael us. We have to be Michael uh, other people. That's all we can do. You'll never be able to get to the people who may be Chas Shalom. We spoke Lashon Hara Chas Shalom about, but we could be, but if everyone in their heart is Michael, anyone who spoke Lashon Hara, then that's, that's a good deal. So if you're Michael, anybody who ever spoke, right, like you say before you go to sleep, right, anyone who's, who spoke Lashon Hara about you, anyone who, who hurt you, right, if, if a person is Michael, then that's a tremendous, uh, tremendous thing to do. Hashem will help us, all the Jewish people, to, uh, to work on that today and every day. Amen. <coughs> okay, let's learn in Parakut Gimel, just to begin, Midas Haprishas, which, uh, which is a very, very uh, amazing um, Parak. I think that th- these Prakim, for myself, there are two prakim, three prakim, and precious. Um, precious literally means to abstain, <coughs> abstinence, which means you're 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 not doing something. Now the chiddush I just want to talk about today will give more of a a little bit of a background um, of what precious means for us. Precious abstinence is that there are three levels of a person going ahead and being. Um, Shomer himself and being careful. There are three levels. The first level is, and this I'm, I'm reading from the Ramchal, number one is things that are usser themselves. Things that are usser, lighting a fire on Shabbos. Right? Lighting a fire on Shabbos. You're not allowed to light a fire on Shabbos. That's it. Nothing, nothing to talk about. That applies to every person. It applies to every person. It's not subjective, it's objective. Right? Then you have the Rabbanan. What are the Rabbanan? You have the Rabbanan who tell us, okay, because you can't light a fire on Shabbos, so there, there's, there's an Indian of Mukta, right? Let's say you have matches. I'm just, again, I'm not getting into Hilcha Shabbos and getting into the, how, how it works, but basically, then there's a boundary that the Chachamim gave to us, right? Everyone has that problem. Why can't I go swimming on Shabbos? Right? You're not allowed to go swimming on Shabbos. You can't go swimming on Shabbos, well, because I'm going to build a boat. When's the last time right? you build a boat? Everyone, a lot of people have a problem with that. What's the big deal? I can't go swimming on Shabbos. Okay, once you get into schita and you get into things, it gets a little bit more, oh, what about going to the mikvah? Okay, we're not here to talk about Hilcha Shabbos, but the point is that what? There are things that are usser objectively. Everybody knows what objectively means. Objectively means it has nothing to do with me personally. It has to do with everybody. Objectively. Then there are the boundaries that the Chachamim made to guard me from doing this thing wrong. The Chachamim had the wisdom, they had the Chachma, they understood, right? Obviously it was from, from Moshe Rabbeinu, right? That, that uh, the first Mishnah in, in Pirkei Avos, right? You have to make boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Okay, everyone got that? Pretty simple. We all grew up religious, Jewish, Orthodox, we know that that's the way our lives 
have been. You can't touch a pen on Shabbos. There's nothing wrong with touching a pen on Shabbos. The reason you can't touch a pen on Shabbos is because you're not allowed to write. That is the Isser, is writing. Nothing wrong, but the Chachamim are smart, and they know if you're going to touch a pen, you might end up writing. Okay, now let's talk about precious. Precious is you on a personal level, which means like this. And the, the greatest example that I like to give is drinking, right? Drinking, drinking wine, right? The example actually the Ramchal will give, but it's something in our generation, which is drinking wine and doing something. Is it usher to drink wine? Absolutely not. It's mutter to drink wine. You're supposed to drink wine. On Yom Tiv, it's a, right? The Gra says it's one of the hardest mitzvahs to be Mekayim on Yom Tiv because, because we have a simcha, ain't simcha ala biyayim, basu biyayim. But nowadays, right, yayim. Yayim yisamach levadenish, right? It makes the person happy. So can I have a glass of wine? The answer is sure. There's nothing wrong with me having a glass of wine. Can you have a glass of wine? Maybe. I don't know. This is where it becomes subjective. Could you go ahead and you play basketball? Sure, no problem. Could this guy go play basketball? Of course, there's nothing wrong with playing basketball. But why, when I go play basketball, right, I then end up, I then end up, uh, you know, missing uh, the end of second seder. I wanted to have my chavrusa. Uh, if I go ahead and I do this thing, it messes me up. If I go to sleep early, if I go to sleep early, right, I need to go to sleep early because I need to get my eight, nine hours. You don't need to go to sleep early. You could go to sleep at two o'clock in the morning and you can learn extra. All of these things become, and the Ramchal is so strong, this is where you learn to yourself and this is where you learn to be, uh, have a connection to yourself, to Hashem and His Torah. The same Chalkenu B'Sarasecha, which means what is my connection to something that to you might be usr, and to me is going to be mutter. How could that be? Matches to all of us is usr. Lighting a fire to all of us is usr. But you having a cup of wine might be mutter, and me having a cup of wine might be usr. Why? Because when I drink wine, and I sleep too much, or I do these things, what it might do is, it brings to terrible things. So if you know that you do things Something that to this guy, it could be 100% fine. But to me, it's not. It is 100%. It's the same Isser, says the Ramchal. That's subjectivity. <clears throat> you being subjective, which is me. Me, personally, is something that you're not allowed to do. For one guy, he can go on a trip. He's got to go on a teal. He's got to go on vacation for a day or two. You know what that does? It brings him more strength in his Avodah Hashem, it makes him stronger. It makes him more. When he hangs out with his friends, it's better for him. When this guy hangs out with his friends, it's terrible for him. Where does it say in the Torah it's us to do that? It doesn't say that anywhere in the Torah. That's where the Ramchal talks about precious. Question, comments, because it's a very, very, very important subject because it's very easy where a lot of people get lost is with the black and white. Everybody wants a checklist of what is mutter and what is usr. That's what people want to know. What am I allowed to do? If Judaism was so simple, then Judaism would be so simple. You'd say, this is what I'm allowed to do, this is what I'm not allowed to do. But it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. There are 613 mitzvahs. A person has to know shulchan aruch. A person has to know how to live objectively. That you have to know. But that's not our problem. 
There's the fifth chalik of the Shulchan Aruch. There's the fifth chalik. I mean, there are not five chalak of Shulchan Aruch. There are only four. But the, the reason they talk about the fifth chalik of Shulchan Aruch is because you have to know what it is that you can do and you have to know what it is that you can't do. And the guy next to you, it might be usher for him to do that, and it might be mutter for you to do it, and it might be vice versa. Or is it vice versa? What? That's novel versus a type. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes, you go. Yes. I think on superficial, if I understand what you're saying, yeah. Precious means abstinence. The literal translation of the word to be poirish is to remove yourself, is to abstain. So I have to know if I'm going to drink two cups of wine, that's going to cause me to drink three cups of wine and four cups of wine. I'm not, and I'm not talking about an addict. An addict avada. An addict is a different conversation. But I'm saying, but you have to know within yourself what it is. If a guy needs to, let's say, relax, and he needs to go on his phone for an hour, and that relaxes him, and that's going to strengthen him, then he has to do that. Obviously, we're not talking about looking at anything that you're not allowed to look at. But if it's something that will relax him and, and, and it'll help him strengthen himself, right? If a person, that's why I always say you can never judge a person in what he's doing when he's doing it. A guy who has to sleep eight hours, and this is where it gets a little bit more deep. I'd rather have more of a discussion. But for this guy to sleep eight hours is a chiv. He has to sleep eight hours. For this guy to sleep eight hours, he's wasting his time because he's really supposed to sleep seven hours. Six hours. Okay, I'm getting very uh, um, subtle in what it is. But when you're connecting yourself to Hashem, and you're connecting yourself to the Torah, and, and this is where it comes down to understanding yourself. To understand yourself, you have to understand what your needs are. And what happens is, the Ramchal says, he says very clearly, he says that what happens is, um, a person, his lush, let me first say, see, read his Lushen, the, the, the language he says, you make boundaries for yourself. The danger of this is sometimes we make too much boundaries. And the danger is sometimes we make too little boundaries. That's the balance. That's the balance of precious, is to know what do I, because what happens is, he's going to say everything that I'm saying right here. I'm just giving an introduction to what we're going to talk about in precious. It comes out because if you're not getting things from Dover Mutter, when you're not, if you're not getting things from things that are Mutter, you'll end up getting things from things that are Usr. If you are abstaining too much, it's very dangerous. And if you are not abstaining enough, it's very dangerous. So the goal that a person needs to understand is that's why it's so important to understand himself and to understand what is it that I need to abstain from and what is it that I'm not allowed to abstain from? What level am I at? And different times in your life, you have to know, now it's time for me to abstain and to be prior from this. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll wrap up. This is a very, very uh, subtle, uh, not simple subject. And it's very, very, very subjective. Very subjective. Because that's, it's, it, it all depends on where you're holding. Again, I'm not talking about the mitzvahs. And the and the uh, the rices and the rabbanans. We're talking about drinking wine. We're talking about relaxing. We're talking about sleeping. We're talking about eating. We're talking about going away. We're talking about going on vacation. Yes, nothing. So we're just talking a lot about uh, friends and group of friends. 
So what does one do if he, he's trying to grow and be better and he, his friends are on, really on the same path as him or they're not up to that? Yeah. So what does uh, one do in such a scenario? It depends how old he is. 21, I mean, if, if, like I said, you want to, what does he do as far as what? I mean, practically, what, what is he? I'm saying he's getting, it's, uh, it's like, it's getting, he's getting called down by his friends. They're not really. Right, so he's, he's got to leave them. Yeah, just leave them, yell up by? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if he has to yell up by, but he has to associate with other friends. Get yourself, like Maishu was saying, you get yourself new friends. It's hard. Where you get yourself your wife, you look for your wife, and you could be lonely. I'd rather be lonely, rather be lonely and doing. Yeah, I'd rather be lonely doing what I know I want to be doing and living the life I want to be living. Listen, the guy who makes a million dollars, the first friend of the group who's making a million dollars, and everybody else is struggling, is also lonely. He's also, you know, the guy who moves ahead in business from his chevra. The Chevra, he, he's, he's Poirish. Uh, he, he, he removes himself from the group of people, the guy who made it big. So he removes, so he's not going to go ahead. I mean, the Ramchal says that. When it comes to money, a person is not going to sacrifice his friends for money. He'll treat everybody out. They'll all love him. They'll take them all out to dinner. All on me. But a person's willing to do that. Saying everyone's lonely. Everyone's end up being lonely. Either you're successful, well, loneliness, <laughs> or you're... Uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what you're saying. What do you mean? Because like? the guy's going to remove himself. Well, guy. oh, people, the guys with the friends also don't think they're not so lonely either. I mean, most, most people are lonely. Even the guys who are hanging out and, 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 and with all that? the boys. Yeah, A lot of times with the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, the guy's lonely. What does that mean? You have, let's say, your group of five guys or... Yeah, I'm not talking about high school and elementary school. Okay. No, when, you get, when you get to a certain age, when you get to a certain age, is that it? Because you, you, it's time to get married. It's time to build your, your family. It's time to build your house. It's not time to, you know. When you get mature enough to think on your own and to figure out where you're going and to be focused on your life and your growth, you're naturally going to be more lonely because you're going to. You, you don't do that with the chevro, with the boys. Because this guy's going that way, and this guy's going that way, and this guy's going that way. Can't be afraid to to, uh, to you know to do your thing. It's hard. So just to sum it up a little bit. So uh, let's say an individual wants to grow and and feels like he's getting held down by his friends. So why would we tell him leave the friends? Yes, a million percent. Leave them. What does that mean? I'd say move forward. There's many fish in the pond. Yeah, I'd say go get married. Probably. You're also a person yeah. is an average of the surroundings. So by definition, if you're with your friends, then you are your friends. There's nothing you can do. So someone's looking to grow and move forward, find one person better than you, become right. his friend. And something I realized with my friends in my life from a few years ago, people I used to consider my best friends and the closest people to me, I got on a phone call with them. I have nothing to talk to them about. Because we're just holding in different places. And these are people that I couldn't, I couldn't even bear the thought of living without them in my lives. And it's only a year or two, uh, like only a year or two ago. So if someone's looking to grow and move forward, it's not, a, it's not just about disconnecting because that's not even solving the problem. It's about reconnecting to new mm -hmm. people. Once you reconnect, by default, you're going to be going that path. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
just to say, I mean, we, we pull back to the friends, but uh, you, you also just need a friend. You don't always need friends. When you're younger, it's more, I mean, even when you're younger, if you have a good, close friend, that's enough. That's enough. Someone who likes to surround himself by friends, a lot of times is, again, I'm not, there are exceptions to the rule, a lot of times is a lonely person. Someone who needs a lot of friends. I need a lot of friends. I need to connect to that one or two people. Nothing wrong, again, having friends is, is, is healthy. It's great to have friends, but that's not, you know, that's not where it's at. Yeah, Shimon. Yeah, I, I know this is a mess, so I guess in the club, but I'm saying, I think uh, from my personal experience, I also have some friends that are along a different path, and at first it's very difficult because here I am, not, not that I'm higher, it's just I'm in a different place, and they're in a different place, they went through the forest, I went through the desert, whatever it is, but once you're fully comfortable with where you are at, you can still be friends with those people, it's not like a steerer that you're on a different era, so how could you even be in touch with them, or like this and that? I know from my personal experience, at, at least from what Rabbi Fisher told me, um, when I asked him advice on this topic, he, he said, like, you you could just see, like, this is where you could have been, this is who you could have been, but instead you took this path. That doesn't negate being friends with the person. You could still... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, please. Okay, good. Okay, we're back to Precious now. Yeah, good. Okay, good. So Precious, by the way, before Yaakov starts, Precious is very good. It's a good segue with friends also. Because your friend, you could be Polish, you could abstain from your friend. Sometimes your friend can be the best thing for you. Be the best thing for you to have that friend. But sometimes it could be the worst thing for you to have that friend. So it's part of Precious as well, is pulling away from things that, what do you mean? He's just someone who I hang out with all the time. He's someone who's my roommate. Sometimes people switching a room <laughs> makes all the difference. You know, so that's part of priestess as well. So go, Yaakov, yes. We'll end off with Yaakov, yeah. Yeah, so I just want to clarify. What you're saying about priestess is not that we're, <coughs> we're, we're, we're abstaining because we're trying to minimize the physical and, and saying is very uh, is amazing and it's so true is that it's not um, and tell me if this is what you're saying I don't want to put words into your mouth but I, I think I understand what you're saying is that it's not so much as your um, the way we relate to abstaining from Gashmias to be connecting to Hashem which you said obviously that's a part of it it's more what is taking over your life and what is um, uh, sort of taking getting in the way of you doing what it is that you want to do. And then when you overstep a boundary, so then you're spending time in an area where it's not good for you to spend that time in that area as opposed to another area, right, if you're abstaining from it. Is that, is that more or less? Yeah. So, so what Yaakov is saying is so, is so true. It's very, very true. And I'm going to end off with this because we'll continue with Hashem about precious, which is very, very subtle and very, very personal. Which means is that a person in this world, the, the, as, as the Ramchal says in the beginning of, of the Sefer, he says, uh, I'll actually read it. The Ramchal says in the first paragraph, he says, 
the reason that a person has the enjoyments of this world. This is what he says. Especially in our, in our um, time where we have so much abundance of physical things. So this is what he says. He gives the reason why a person is in this world. We're not going to talk about that right now. But basically, a person is on this world for a very clear purpose. Now, here it is. And this is, uh, Yaakov, I think what you're saying. The reason we have air conditioning, the reason we have food, the reason we have thick mattresses, the reason we have the money that's around and this is, I think, what Yaakov's saying. The reason we have all the physical things, the reason there's wine, the reason there's food and, and all the physical amazing things we have are there to help us so that I can have the focus, I could be relaxed, I could do my thing, in order what? So I can do what I got to do. When a person is, is, doesn't have food, what's he thinking about? Food. When a person doesn't have a good mattress, what is he thinking about? I got to go sleep. When a person doesn't have the air conditioning and it gets hot, he starts thinking about, I'm hot. So he's not able to focus on what the task at hand and how to serve Hashem properly. Precious is the amazing balance. And he says, the Ramchal starts off by saying, Precious already is a level of chasidus, which means you're already above the level of tzaddik. That's not for a conversation for now, but it's a high level for a person to be so balanced, to be so balanced, that what it does is that balance helps you to be over Hashem exactly. You eat exactly how much you need to eat, you sleep exactly how much you need to sleep. You enjoy this world because the world is put here, as we're going to see in Precious. A person who lives in this world, who doesn't enjoy this world, he's going to have to give din v'cheshmen. Why? I think I forgot who said. Someone said about seeing the Alps, right? Who, who, who said that? They say it, right? Whatever that means. They're going to have, someone's going to have to, I'm not telling them, I'm sure I've heard, I've heard someone that they say from the, right, a person's going to give a damn question how you didn't see the beauty of the Alps, okay? A person doesn't see the beauty of this world. But you have to be very, very, very careful. A person has to be very careful. So Hashem will help us. All we can do, all we can do is we can learn the words of the Ramchal. We can discuss it. We can try and understand it. That's what we can do, right? Our generation is a very uh, <coughs> complex amazing generation, but we have a lot of complexities and a lot of stuff. We also have a lot of luxury. We have a lot of things that we have to abstain from. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of abundance, which has its milos, which has its benefits, but it's also very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous because that's why this world that we live in, people are not happy and they, there are a lot of addictions and people are, are, are very much um, sucked in and pulled in very, very strongly to physical, physical things. So what happens is people like to go to the extreme. And as we're going to learn in Precious, you have to be very careful with that. You can't go to the extreme. You have to know, like, it's not, not the way it used to be where a person can live without air conditioning. A person, right, when I was in yeshiva, 
I think back, and I'm not that old. When I when I when I learned in yeshiva, just like you guys, there was no air conditioning. There wasn't air conditioning in the base medrash. There wasn't air conditioning in our rooms. We had fans. That's just the way. In air, I'm talking about an Eretz Yisrael. It was hot. That's the way it was. So. I didn't have to work on that. That's the way it was. Nowadays, you take the air conditioner out of someone's room and he can't exist. So he has to have air conditioning. He has to have air conditioning. Air conditioning is not a luxury. Air conditioning is a necessity. Having a certain mattress is not a luxury. It's a necessity. You have to know, but the problem is, the problem is, how far do you take it? How far do you take it? Which is the balance of precious. So Hashem will help us Right? Uh, uh, Hashem will help each and every one of us. We all want to serve Hashem. We all want to be. We all want to be the best that we can be. So Hashem will help us as we're learning the Masil Sharm, We're learning the Chavot Chaim to help us grow, to help us change, help us know what our avoda, how it is that we can be the best that we can be. Don't worry about your past. The best thing you can do for your past is have a great today. For sure, don't worry about your future because the best thing you can do for your future is to do today. And when you live like that, you will get to wherever you need to get to, and you will fix whatever it is that you need to fix. Have a wonderful day, everybody.